like we mean it. I will exalt you, Lord, for you lifted me out of the depths and did not let my enemies gloat over me. Lord, my God, I called to you for help, and you healed me. You, Lord, brought me up from the realm of the dead. You spared me from going down to the pit. Sing the praises of the Lord, you his faithful people. Praise his holy name, for his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may stay for the night, but rejoicing comes in the morning. When I felt secure, I said, I will never be shaken. Lord, when you favored me, you made my royal mountain stand firm. But when you hid your face, I was dismayed. To you, Lord, I called. To the Lord, I cried for mercy. What is gained if I am silenced, if I go down to the pit? Will the dust praise you? Will it proclaim your faithfulness? Hear, Lord, and be merciful to me. Lord, be my help. You turned my wailing into dancing. You removed my sackcloth and clothed me with joy. That my heart may sing your praises and not be silent. Lord, my God, I will praise you forever. Father, we come before you this morning, this week where we celebrate the birth of your son, and I'm so thankful that we get to be here, that we get to gather in your name, that we get to open your word, that we get to celebrate salvation. Thank you for the wonderful gifts that you have given us, all of us, Thank you for sending your son. Lord, we got your word open in front of us, and we're going to read a little scripture here and then do some worship. And Lord, we offer this up to you. We offer it up to you sincerely, wholeheartedly, that it would be a fragrance that is pleasing to you. Thank you, Father. Amen. So, Luke chapter 2. Like I said, we're talking about peace this week got your Bibles here. We're going to verses 8 through 15. It says, and there were shepherds living out, in the fi- living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Standing here 2,000 years later, we can see what great news it was and what great joy there is. But the angel said, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. And when the angels had left them and gone into the heavens, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. Those words have some new flavor, don't they? That's the first Christmas carol. These angels proclaiming the glory of the Lord. And that's where we are, is the fourth Sunday of Advent, the angel's candle. And it symbolizes peace. And it really is quite fascinating, isn't it, the relationship between man and, and God and angels? That we think about the, the angels that fell with Satan, a full third of them. They weren't given, at least as, as far as we know, a plan of salvation. 
And yet, stalwart, they stand and they serve. No enmity, no jealousy, no, no anger at us that, that God would send his son for us. Instead, they continue to serve. I'm thinking about the, the angels that defend the Garden of Eden or Michael uh, when he contended with Satan over Moses' body or the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah or the defense of, of Elisha at, at Dothan. That's such a wonderful story when, you know, there's the whole heavenly host there, the, the army, or that the fall of Jericho when he says, no, Lord, show him, and open his eyes, and he looks up, and there's the, the whole army arrayed out before him. Think about the announcement of John the Baptist or Gabriel talking with Mary and Joseph. Or when we read in Revelation the role of the armies of the Lord that we'll have in the, the plagues and the downfall of Satan. Those angels, they continue to serve God even in God's plan of salvation for us. We don't have such a good track record even when it comes to salvation of, of our fellow men, let alone serving beings that are completely unlike us. Their worship and praise, they ring out continuously. Let's think about the angels that, you know, are on the, the chariot of the Lord or in the throne room of the Lord, you know, with their wings covering their eyes and, and, and singing out continuously. And then I think about the earth and about Bethlehem, about the state the earth was in. It's amazing that God did not hold back in his proclamation, in his declaration about Jesus. What an amazing celebration. We're going to light up the entire heavens. Here's a star. The very heavens will declare the coming of Christ. And think about all the visitations by the angels. Zechariah and Elizabeth, you know, and then uh, Mary and Joseph. And then prophecies. Prophecies given to Simeon and Anna. Then think about the scriptures. Daniel and Isaiah and Micah, the Psalms. It's, I'm reading a book right now, and the book is dedicated to, uh, to the prophecies about Jesus in the Bible. And it's funny because the, all these really guys I don't understand, they're all, you know, scholars. But there's, you know, guys that are going, no, 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 no. You know, there's, you know, the whole book, the, every single passage of the whole book of the Old Testament talks about Jesus. Other guy's going, well, I find over 400. Another guy's going, well, I can find it. over 150 specific scriptures that, that talk about Jesus. It's incredible to have a written account of the coming Messiah. And think about the Magi, these three men who left their homes, at least three that we know, leaving their homes, and they followed the scriptures and a star, seeking the Messiah, the Lord the newborn king. Then, if that wasn't enough, if all of those things weren't enough, on the night of his birth, the angels appeared to, to shepherds, keeping their watch over their flocks outside of town. I was thinking about, it's like the, the, the crier, the king's announcement. These angels come and they, they're just simply proclaiming the news of the realm. The Messiah has come. The long wait is over. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. 
And then they sing the first Christmas carol. Awesome stuff. I was thinking, I don't know what it, it takes to, to put on a show in heaven, but I know what it takes to, to do what we do here. And Nathan's a saint, just FYI. <laughs> especially when I call him up on Saturday, and I'm like, hey, so uh, how about we do worship last <laughs> on Sunday? But just getting the people together and all on the same page, all of that's it's a lot of logistics, and it can be exhausting. Yet, here the angels have gathered as the heavenly host to proclaim the birth of the Lord, and they spare no effort or expense star, the glory of the Lord shining around them, proclamation and prophecy. Are we okay? Are we ready? And then go. And suddenly they appear, and what do they say? Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. We can't let the, the familiarity of those words numb us to the importance of them. And we, we, we read this year after year and we watch them on It's Christmas, Charlie Brown. It's one of my favorites. But we forget that on that day in a, in a manger in Bethlehem, the whole world changed. Everything changed. Nothing was the same after that baby landed in that manger. All of us whether we claim Jesus as our Lord and Savior or not, have benefited. God truly meant what he said. Peace on earth. I mean it. I'm sending my son. And the way that the world was for thousands of years before, it will not be that way anymore. And he meant it, and he did it. Isn't that absolutely incredible? So we're going to close my part with Isaiah chapter 9. And then we get a worship. <laughs> so if somebody wants to go get the kids, that would be wonderful. Okay. <laughs> so we're in Isaiah chapter 9, verses um, 2, through, uh, 2 through 7. The people walking in darkness, they have seen a great light on those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as warriors rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For... To us a child is born, or to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the greatness of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever the zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Amen. Father, thank you for this time together. Father, thank you for 
the many blessings that you have poured on us. Thank you for your son. Thank you for not giving up on us. Thank you for your word. Lord, we have this Christmas week coming up, and please help us to keep our eyes on you. There's some people we would lift up to you, Father. We cancer and, and surgeries and recovering from surgeries and blood clots in the lungs and pneumonias and Father we um, we seek your healing for those people that that you would be right there with them we think about those who are grieving that have, have lost any comfort Father we think about those that can't gather with their families who are lonely Father we Please help us to see them, to comfort them, to be right there. And, Father, if we can't reach them, please send someone or go, Father, please. Don't wish for anyone to be hurting or lonely as this joyous time when we get to celebrate the coming of your Son. Father, please fill us with joy and appreciation for the wonderful gift that you gave to the entire world in your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen.